Bro told me rest, you won't let me break, you won't let me break Circle, circle Take your time, but in the key drive Yes guys, we're back here with another episode of the 2911 podcast Do any of you not know which number episode this is? 54 55 Well done Is me Bian here? Squared Squabs Send wire Thank you. Oh, he's NYA right. today. Right. No, no, regular, no suit today, yeah. so he's NYA. Yeah. You didn't even get intro, special guest. He's a part of us. Hey, bro. Uh, what's, your, what's your sign on fee, bro? 2K. 2K? Yes. Take the money from the church. <laughs> you lot aren't in the church. Oh. He, ooh. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are you? Who's the Let's find out this episode. <laughs> <laughs> are we? Are you <laughs> when you say we're not the church, we're not the church. Big C or little C? Big C. Um, we are the big C. We're not little we're the, C. Wait, you're the, we're the church. Yeah, but you're we're not, not the, the institution. Of a we're church. not an yeah. institution church. Twenty nine eleven church. Is that doctrine sound for want us to start a church? I do not believe so. What? Twenty nine eleven church, bro. Would you be the head pastor? Uh, you know, someone actually said, oh, I can't remember. Who, somebody actually said to me, yeah, that if we started the church, they'd come. And I just said, what? what? <laughs> I said that. Uh, but well, maybe they, maybe they meant fellowship. Yeah. Maybe in it. I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> very, very interesting. Um, interesting question that they might have meant that. You mentioned a very interesting point here. We're just gonna go straight into it. You said we're not the we're not the church. <coughs> so when you say the church, what do you mean by that? The body of Christ, bro. What's that? Actually, there are two 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 types of churches. Mm-hmm. There's the institution of the church, that's a lot of the time led by pastors. Um, I think the Greek for that is what presbyters, something like that. Like oh. um, a lot of the time, it's led by elders, and we talk, see the talk, quali- bro. we see the qualifications for that in First Timothy and Titus and a few other places. But then we also see like the church, as in the body of Christ, uh, as in a gathering of Christians as well. But yeah, I meant you guys aren't an institution, and you're not mm-hmm. wrong. You're not wrong. At least, wrong. to my knowledge, what church is ecclesia? Ecclesia means gathering. Funnily enough, um, learn your Greek, bro. In Acts yeah. chapter nineteen, <laughs> <laughs> how do you say church in tree? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Ah, sorry. Ah, sorry. Ah, sorry. Ah, sorry. That's what I said. No, no, you, you said, said oh, sorry, bro. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't. I said, I said yes, you did. Oh, wait, bro, they're gonna hear it. <laughs> and I'd say church in Ibo, bro. Oh, why? Tell us. I don't know. What to say. <laughs> Indo, Indo. Exactly. That's sorry. That's sorry. Oh, for the Ibo. How do you know? Don't know, I heard somewhere in it. Yeah, I don't know. But it was Quenny, man. We're talking, talking the, Frank, the Francophone bus, but Eglise, bro. Is that church? <laughs> oh, so Ecclesia is actually church? Uh, yeah, 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 like gathering. Gathering, yeah, yeah. And that's where they get Presbyterian from. Yeah, as in the elders. So the mm. word for like elders or pastors is Presbyterian. Oh, but funnily then, enough, yeah. you know the term Ecclesia just means gathering. It can be for a non-secular meeting as well. Interesting. In Acts chapter 19, um, it says that all the people gathered in the theatre to kind of get onto Paul and his ministry. Yeah. And like, because they were complaining that Paul's ministry was down in the business of like the shrines and the goddesses and that. And it, in the actual writing of it, it talks about yeah. the ecclesia and the theatre. So it can actually be what's hey, purpose. Get, get you've you, you been studying your Greek. Bible, bro. Interlinear, bro. Hey. What do you, you, you use to learn your Greek, bro? Interlinear. Interesting. That was good. Yeah, yeah interlinear. Online lexicon. Yeah, you know. <laughs> On Google and that. Yeah, Google. If uh-huh. I wanted to, I was. I actually wanted to buy a real interlinear Bible. Then I saw how much money it is, and I just how much is it, bro? Hundreds of pounds. Okay. Is that but not worth the investment, bro? I don't have the money. It's not uh, about what it's worth. But you'd buy, but you'd, but you'd buy a drip for <laughs> hundreds no, of pounds. I've never spent over hundred pounds on any piece of clothing. Name and shoes. No. What? That's cap. What shoes are less than hundred pounds these days? 
Bien shoes, apparently. No, any pair of shoes that I have that's over £100, <coughs> I haven't bought. So, for example, my ah, 720s okay, or something okay, like okay. that, my mum bought me a present. These are my brother's. Um, yeah. Fez? Fez, crazy. I only bought my Vans and my Pumas. Fuck, I don't. That's why I don't believe in Jordans. It's not my tax bracket, bro. I was going to get in my ear if I want that. What? Yeah, this is them too, innit? Right. Bro, I'm wearing New Balances, bro. Why didn't you use that money to sow a seed? I did. What's wrong with this guy? It's a bad question, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but like, back to the thing of the body of Christ, innit? So if we're talking about... <clears throat> so obviously, cool, you said the institution mm. and like the wider body. What, who is and who isn't a part of that wider body? Is everybody who says they're a Christian part of that? Well, we all know that just because you say you're a Christian doesn't mean you're a Christian, though. So do you have to actually be a real saved believer to be part of the body of Christ? Yeah. 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 And I'd say that. I don't even think that's a debate, though. Just, you know, asking questions. But I'd say that because you see that, like, Christ is coming for a certain bride. And that bride is often referred to as the body of Christ, as in the um, the church. So if he's coming for that bride and those people will be with Christ, then a lot of the time it's just saved believers. Not a lot of the time. Every time. Every time. (laughs) They say that they love me and obey my commands. So I guess, yeah, it's it's those who actually live the life that Christ has asked us to. Yeah, bro. So I think it's interesting because a lot of the thing I've seen at times kind of Christians villainizing other Christians and kind of making comments that would imply you are or are not part of the body of Christ. And I think that's an important principle that we just remember that everybody who is a saved believer is a is part of the body of Christ. But mm. the thing is, as well, what's interesting about that is that that's how we perceive it as believers but the outside world whoever says that they follow christ they will that's very true. include yeah. them as the body of christ so it kind of makes it interesting <coughs> um and it also i guess we'll talk about it even more in depth but like like correcting one another i guess and things mm. of that nature is very important because the world obviously the world don't they don't see again they don't see things the way we see things because yeah. obviously why would they but we know that there's, we know that there's a body. We know who, who we're meant to represent as a body. Because if we're called the body of Christ, it's literally like we're the makeup of Him essentially. So mm. we should, we should be what's the word? Like we should be reflecting Him. We should be. We're literally almost. <coughs> we're like a metaphorical. I don't know if metaphorical is the word, but we're, we're basically His being in that sense. And I guess it's very very important to kind of maintain the standards that that align with being the makeup of Christ, if that makes sense. So it's, it's, it's kind of it's very, very important to first and foremost, just be, I guess, vocal about who we are. And also to ensure that, I don't know, like how would you, I'm gonna ask a question. I don't know if this is a crazy question, but how would you, how would you like ensure that everyone, you okay, everyone you know in your kind of environment, I guess, who's, Claiming Christ lives up to that standard. Essentially, how do you let them know that? Hey, if you're claiming Christ, then there's G-checking, a certain G checking people in scripture. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think not being afraid to do so, um, because it's a, it's a lot of it is about outward perception, and people try and make it seem like it's not. A lot of it is at the end of the day, because <laughs> was, I had a funny conversation with somebody yesterday, in it, and I made a bit of a crude joke I probably shouldn't have made about. Um, if I was to kill you, whoa! whoa. Let me land, man. Whoa! Let me land. 
if I was to kill you, I said um, I'd be the last person you saw, kind of thing, innit? And they'll say, oh, um, but if I let you do that, I'd go to hell. What? And I said, wait, what? Wait, wait. I said, huh? I said, no, you wouldn't. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh, but like, you know, I just asked you to kill me and then I've died. That's not how it works. And I think, so then in that situation, I clocked that they were basically saying, if you sin when you die, Oh, you going to going to yeah. And she's sometimes, oh, yeah, in conversation, sometimes things crop up that when you think about it, it's like, <coughs> hold up, cool, yeah, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah. Hold up. And I think it's even in the smallest situations like that, are you willing oh, to yeah, rebuke? Yeah. People only rebuke when you saw my man flicking a girl, it looked mad, so then all of a sudden, yo, yo, the Bible says this. But when it's the small things, we don't. And that's how it. you ensure that people always reflect Christ because people, you see, yeah, when people look at the church, mm-hmm. nobody's looking out, did you kill somebody? People actually pick up on the small things you do. Yeah, do you look like Jesus? Do you sound like Jesus? And those small things, because really and truly, in any given day, you have more minute interactions than major yes. ones. That's good. Yeah. And so it's rebuking people in the smallest things. That's why, for example, sometimes I get very pedantic about small things like, whether it's a song lyric or, you know, and that's why even some people say, oh. A bit too, whatever that word you just said is. Pedantic, yeah. Yeah. I'll never stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, so you see a lot of people it. sometimes, I think me personally, I'm not agreeing with this particular one. But you see that people say, oh, you're killing me, bro. Say, oh, there's power in the tongue. Cool. I personally don't agree with that, but I think stuff like that is healthy. As yeah. in, if you see something small and you believe it's wrong, pull it up. Yeah. Because you see <coughs> the body of Christ, the thing that made Jesus Jesus was not that he did the Sermon on the Mount. It was that every single day, if you looked at him, he looked like the Sermon on the Mount. Mm. And that's the thing. As Christians, the big things we look like Christians, the small things, what do you look like? That's true. That's true. How do you do that in a way where... People don't start seeing you as like, the guy's always picking up on. I don't know, like they they don't start seeing you in a way like I don't know, like almost you're doing too much or like you're the corrector or like. But then when you, you when I mean? you ask this question, <clears throat> what's the relationship like with you and this person? Mm. Because if you're always picking up, if you're always picking things up, that means that you have a certain type of relationship, right? Like mm-hmm. you're always with each other in a way. I'm saying, for example, yeah, 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 us are always together. So if you're always doing this and I'm picking it up, that means that we have some type of relationship. Proximity, yeah. Po- yeah or yeah. proximity. So if we have that kind of relationship, then I would think that we've built or should build some kind of environment where we're comfortable enough to talk in that way. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? If some, people, a, some people like obviously 100 percent in it, but like if it's a thing where it's like on and off, like you don't talk to them that much. And then anytime you talk to them, they're Correct just saying bongo in that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess, cool, they can pick it up. But even that, I still think, I still believe, and I hear what Bian is saying because, like, it's these, like, yesterday I was having Bible study with the youngies from church and we we're talking about faith. And these are like 16, <clears throat> 15, 17, whatever. And one of the questions that one of them asked me is that, oh, um, I find it hard to have faith in God, obviously because we don't see him and he hasn't had like a lot of miracles mm. in his life. And, you know, he sees all the adults and even us lot talk about, oh, God's done this for us. In his in his mind, God hasn't done that much for him. So it's like, how can you have faith in something like that? And as you said, like picking up on these little things, because this fundamental knowledge of God is very key to his longevity in the faith. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I, I had to tell him, bro, stop thinking that your relationship with God is based on what he does for you. Like I had to, like the conversation for faith was just going to be on like, what is faith? But when he asked that question, I went on like a 40 minute. I, I just knew, I knew, I knew he was going to say that. You <laughs> don't want to catch crowds on them questions. Yeah, going yeah, off. I went, on a, minutes. I went yeah. on a 40 minute talk 
And I told him, bro, like, the straight drop is, like, don't love God or don't serve this God that we're serving based on just the things that he's going to do for you. Because if you, go, if you do that, there's going to come a time where you pray to him. He's not going to answer you in a way that you want him to answer you. And if you've based your relationship on him based on like, the things he's done for you, when that happens, all of a sudden your faith in him goes. Mm-hmm. Hence why I was saying that we always talk about love God for the character of God. And then, you know, it comes to renewing your mind, Romans 12, 2, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. But at the end of the day, these little things, because I have this kind of, yeah, proximity with these guys I can chat to them that way and I have this kind of comfortability but I feel like it, it comes we don't have to be too quote unquote Christian in this sense of like build proper relationships like actually talk to these people normally do you know what I'm saying like it's not always like obviously in the way that you talk to these people there has to be Christ centred but like even the way that you lot do things or whatnot, build a, a, an environment where they can actually talk to you about normal things mm-hmm. so like, when you do pick up on these little things they're not taking it as like a raw like he's on me like mm-hmm. even if you are on them they don't take offense to it because if you is a thing where you just come to them as like oh you're always on them you're always on them they're not really gonna hear you i'll be real like more time people are just gonna brush it because they're like oh yeah. like when yeah. remember like when our parents back in the day even if they were telling us the right thing because so you have this because you have the way you have a certain mentality when it comes to the things that they tell you all the time because they're always getting onto you, you just brush it yeah. then you end up going to do something brazy you're like oh i should have listened but do you know what i'm saying i think also when you look at paul yeah paul's yeah. approach to the church i think people don't understand people because when you look at the the letters that he wrote it kind of seems like he's always rebuking correcting and teaching but when you look at his approach to it for example when he's talking about um oh i don't think that i have already attained yeah, but yeah, I leave yeah, behind it's, it's just you see that when I don't think I already have so he's already humbled himself yeah. or even the thing where he said um, I don't think that I'm better than any of these lot mm. but I worked hard mm. it's, yeah. Paul was always so good at finding a common ground with people before he spoke to them even there's one time you see when he meets Aquila and Priscilla the reason that they started chilling together was I think they worked in the same trade or something like that they were mm. all tent makers I think yeah, yeah he was a tent maker yeah. you can see that he was so good at finding a common ground with people first and that's important, even sometimes in a one-off interaction. So, for example, you come across a Christian and they're maybe moving in a certain way. Have a conversation or kind of, even if you've clocked, okay, cool. I don't know this person, but they've done something crazy right in front of me. And I know that they're Christian. Maybe you might be at a Christian event. Maybe you've heard them do, or see, you've seen them do something crazy. Isn't it? And it's like, okay, cool. I want to pull my man aside or maybe just say something to him. The first thing you should do is think about how can I make this comfortable by establishing that there is a common ground here. I'm not trying to come down on you. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's 100%. the thing that people don't like. So it's like, if you be like, oh, I can't lie, bro, like, man, here's it. It gets like that sometimes, but she gets, it's a small thing Do like that. Do you hear it? No, nah, <laughs> I can't lie in it. I can't lie. I was telling somebody about it. Sometimes I cap with stuff like that. Mm. Like I do it all the time. Not yeah, all the time. Yeah. God forgive me. Sometimes, <laughs> like, like, I've been there, bro. I ain't been there. <laughs> man, I'm losing it. Like, I hear it. Man, don't hear it, but you have to show man. That That's what I'm saying, comfortability, isn't it? Because... Mm. People aren't gonna hear you if, like, they, as you said, they, they, you think they think that you're coming on them on like, I'm better than you, like you're such you're a little fish, like, oh, don't even like. Do you get it? Like, even if all of this, like, you're more mature in the faith or whatever, there's still a set. Even if you're more mature, you should have that level of wisdom to understand that yo, when dealing with people that are more new in the faith or even if they're not new in the faith, but they've kind of like even look at um, um, the story with Peter and and Paul when Paul got into yeah. Peter, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure they had that sense of comfortable for Peter, for Peter to be, for Paul to be able to do that. Like, and Peter understood because obviously, cool, when you, the, the more you grow in the faith, I guess, like you have that level of understanding that cool. When people get onto you in a certain way and you actually are doing something wrong, 
cool. Also, I hear it. I also it? think it's important to lead. You see, that when it's cool, let's say you've seen somebody doing something wrong, you're going to pull them up with a scripture. I think the first scripture you should always lead with is a scripture that points to us having to live up to a certain standard. So, for example, let's say you see somebody fornicating and you pull up a scripture from Galatians. How do you see it? Crazy, no, no, it's just, it's just to be fair, that's no, crazy. That's a good point. It's a crazy example, bro. <laughs> I just think, let's say you see someone doing something simple, innit? and your first scripture is maybe something from Galatians says, Oh, so and so people will not inherit mm. the kingdom of God. That's oh, actually okay, not yeah, helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, cool. Now I know it's wrong. Well, like TikTok and that, I like have a message for you and that <laughs> stuff like that, anyway. <laughs> So you, nah, see that, right. you see that them first well, like, said that all, all those that say they believe in yeah. God should live as Christ did. Or, um, you know, we're, we're holy priesthood or uh, we should be the shining lights of a journey. We're ambassadors Lead of Christ. with that thing of that's like, we have a certain standard. That's yeah. an easy way to start off on a common ground. Like, yo, bro, we both got to be holding up to a certain standard. So that's NYA, so we're called to a higher standard of living. It's true. Filling on pouring. Go watch that. Go listen to that. I mean, go read that. I'm giving you flowers, bro. My bro. <laughs> Do it before he's dead, bro. <laughs> but I think, like, that's something that's really, really important. I think with the body of Christ, the whole point of the body, yeah, is that the body is supposed to reflect the head. Yeah, definitely. And when you think about Jesus, comfortable, disciplining, but always comfortable. Always a place that people could feel a safe haven. When you look at the adulterer, when you look at the tax collector, they saw Jesus as a safe place. Mm-hmm. And as a Christian... Woman. Samaritan woman. As a Christian, if you're not making people feel comfortable, you're not reflecting the head. That's insane. And is it? I don't. Know, <laughs> I don't know why. What do you mean by that? Like, as in, like, it's no, like, yeah, it's insane. Oh, like, to not make people feel yeah. comfortable as a Christian. And I think that people don't realize. Um, who was it? I think Josiah was talking about it at um, stewardship. Talking about hospitality as a ministry, and there's a book he, was, he mentioned. Um, the key house key, uh, I have it in my notes. So I wrote it down, mm. but it's basically talking about you see, like hospitality and just being hospitable to people. Mm. It's such an important part of the gospel that people forget. That's true. And when you think of the body of Christ, yeah, and like as a believer, one of the things that I find it good for is that rebuke, but it's that comfortable rebuke. I remember one time we had a man in prayer call, crabs got onto me for like 30 minutes about my sleeping band, and it's like it was comfortable because he was never coming for man, you get, mm-hmm. but it's like. It's what I needed to hear. Yeah. And I think it's that, having that. And even sometimes it's like where I've actually gone to somebody or somebody's pulled me up and I'm doing something brazy, but something brazy is also going on in general. And they didn't focus on the mad thing that I did, rather comforting me in the midst of the situation. That yeah, I'd rubbed out, but there's so much else going on here. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Christians, when they see somebody doing something wrong, or even in the smallest way, they're so quick to focus on that rather than, wow, you're losing. How are you? Mm. You get it? And it's like, so even for example, the Samaritan woman, Jesus' angle could have easily been, oh, you Samaritan don't know how to worship, you don't think that you have to worship here, you don't, mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. It's talking about her past. She clearly has come from some broken marriages, whatever, whatever. Strike up a conversation. And I think that's something that's so important that mm-hmm. I think the body of Christ should be first and foremost to believers. I think it's so crazy that believers sometimes do not feel comfortable amongst other believers. That's wild to me. Yeah. Completely crazy. Well, I think it's because it's the perspective of us being a body. I think we kind of forget that like a body is is together. Like we're all we're all playing on the same pitch for the same team, if that makes sense. But I we think are we one. Fit, we're, we're one. We are one, bro. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what that makes you think of? You know that match in Paris. <laughs> FC Christian gets FC wins the match. <laughs> hey, the Christians lost, did it? They lost yeah, five four or something. Two dead. They were winning as well, you know. Yeah, they bought with the That's crazy. Well, the things we fight against are not coming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I think even like even for me, sometimes like you forget that 
you're a part of a body. So it's like, it's not, it's never me against it's, you, yeah, me and you definitely. together. Do you get what I mean? And I think sometimes even being the person who's correcting, sometimes you kind of forget that, that this person is essentially a part of you. Yeah. Like they're actually essentially a part of you. And I think sometimes it's reflecting on that and remembering that all our role is to strengthen one another. It's not to lower one another. It's not even, even like our, our, what's it called? Our purpose isn't necessarily even to, isn't even to discipline each other. It's to unite each other. And obviously sometimes discipline of, is, yeah. the, is the, the way to actually do that. Like that's the, that, I think if we have that mindset that the co- through everything we do, the purpose is uniting one another so yeah. that we can better represent Christ. Yeah. Because I can't lie, like, even just in general, like, if you think about it, any anything that's, okay, not anything, because that could be crazy, but anything that's united is very powerful. Powerful. It's well, powerful. Is it Mandela it's, who said, um, United we stand, divided we fall? Or somebody else said it? Somebody, somebody said that. People are okay. like, <laughs> quotes to everyone, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. it's probably Mandela. <laughs> but no, nah, literally, no, nah, even anything that's, bro, even like, Crazy example, but like a terrorist group that's united. No, real, real bro, when, when ISIS were united, bro, they were, they were, they were doing crazy stuff. It's, that's straight, no, no, that's straight. Right. Bro, that's right. what I'm saying. Anything that's united is it's powerful. True. And it's crazy that <clears throat> when you think about it, over any bro. organization, body of people in the world, yeah, we have an automatic advantage because we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And sometimes division is what kills us. Yeah. So for example, um, in any given university campus, I don't, when you think about it, the whole thing about like, you know, the division and the unity of the church here, yeah, there shouldn't actually be any case where the Christian societies are not the biggest. Really and truly, think about it. Given that we have the Holy Spirit and there are loads of Christians about, or Christians about. And so, but then you see even, anyway, I was going to ask you about this, like experiences of people sowing division in really, really weird yeah. ways. And I actually think that young people are slightly worse than older people. I feel like older people... Sometimes, obviously, I'm stereotyping and generalizing here, but like you'll see examples of like where they're more like uh, we don't chat to them, man. Yeah. But you see, young people sometimes they're a lot more tribal. Tommy's here in it, and Tommy, I think you know the story. I'm going to tell you. There was a situation where it was like a link up or a motive, or whatever, <clears throat> and somebody gave somebody a flyer for a fellowship. Somebody from another fellowship came and scratched out their house and said, bush that. Wow. <gasps> That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> a true story, Tommy, or not? And do you know what's so interesting? It happens to be where I'm studying today. Jesus um, says something very interesting. So the Pharisees are getting onto him. They're saying, ah, this guy's a, um, he's a de- um, devil worker. Like he's, he's of Satan. And then he says something very interesting in response to them. He says, a, a kingdom divided by itself cannot stand. Which is so interesting because I feel like even for like christians and stuff like a lot of a lot of the time because we're like like yes he was using that for for like the devil so if, if he was part of the devil and he was casting out demons then yeah it, their, their plot just wouldn't work but i think the same could be reverse engineered for christians as well as to like christians if we're fighting a civil war against ourselves then uh, we can never we can never stand and that's another prime example like is it really necessary like, why did you just scratch up the thing? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like a lot of the time, I think, like, we'll probably get into it soon, but then churches can, it can be very tribal. And then Paul addresses it. Like, some people are like, I'm of Paul, I'm of Paul. I love it, bro. And it, like, some of the things we're experiencing now, scripture spoke about it time. Do you know what I like as well? You see, in the NKJV, you see the beginning of that chapter, it says, sectarianism is carnal. Yeah. And I think that captures it in a thing that, like, to be divided and to be making tribes and whatnot, whatnot, like oh, us man and you man is crazy. It's carnal. Like, it's a work of the enemy. 
Yeah. And yeah. I remember one of the things, so the church I go to now, before I went there, like a year or two beforehand, I watched a sermon from there, minute. And I had a very interesting church this year, as anybody who listened to this will know, innit? I've been like in between quite a few different places, different denominations, whatever. And w- so the first sermon I ever watched of these guys, innit? I think somebody sent it to me or whatever. I watched it. And he said that, <coughs> he said that sometimes this church is like a revolving door where people come in and go up. But he said, as long as you are in a Bible-believing, Christ-following church, do your thing. Mm. He said, if you come here just for a season, you go, because I think it was called Our Vision for You. And it was kind of talking about the church and how they see the believers. He said, you know, if this is a place that you want to make home and grow, welcome but if it's a place where you come you visit you leave whatever and that i really like that because it's so the fact that it's rare to hear people saying that like i, remember, I went to a church one time i think i was in a uni city so i just visited one church in it and I, I bumped into the pastor i said oh i haven't seen you around today. and i was like oh yeah i'm around from here he's like oh, oh, oh. he's like, oh, like do you have a church where you go like, yeah he's like oh that's great like keep, mm. keep it up Crazy. and i think it's so wild that you'll sometimes see Churches not encouraging such behavior. Yeah. Like, you'll go to a church here on the other side of the city or whatever, and I'll be telling you, instead of asking, Do you have a church where you go, I come, come, come. come. Travel like, two hours for church, why? Like, <laughs> like, 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 and I think is this, the sad thing is that we spoke about at the beginning what makes the body of Christ the body of Christ is reflecting the head mm. and just following the head. Because that's the thing, if you think about your body, the thing that makes your arm a part of you is that it reacts to what your mind wants to do. So now, what the head wants to do, the arm is not doing. Then you have to ask the real question, is the arm actually a part of the body? Mm. And, and it's like, <clears throat> I think every, we all have a responsibility to kind of sow into that unity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have to be very intentional about it. And I think at the same time, as well as us doing that, we have to be so open to receiving it. Because yeah. when I think about like, what can we gain from the body, it's that rebuke, it's being teachable. It's being open to rebuke. It's being open to guidance. It's seeking guidance as well. So I think sometimes we say we want unity, but then we don't want to use the unity. So we just yeah. want to look together for what reason. But we don't want to, if you have a question, you need help, you don't ask your brother in the faith. And I think um, people always say, yeah, that Muslims are way more united than us. Yeah. And because them are so keen on community mm-hmm. and they do so much together, you know, whether it's business, <coughs> whether it's other things, and stuff like that. Christians... Jesus, oh. Yeah, man, I'm talking about Stanford Hill. I was talking. You can't say wait, that. Wait, I was, and I was driving through Stanford <laughs> Hill the other day um, with um, one cab driver, and he was talking to me about basically he knew some people in the area, and he said, This is what they did in it. Like, them man, they'll move in together in a crib, buy the crib, then. Into the next. Three of the, so yeah. let's say it's four men in it. Four men will go in there, buy a crib, they will chip in, whatever, whatever. One of them now buys it, and then the next three of them left, go yeah. this And it's like, I'm Someone not saying, church I'm not now here saying that, like, oh, we should start using the kingdom for generational wealth, innit? <laughs> <laughs> crazy but I'm talking about more so about like the heart behind it mm-hmm. you know it's like do you look at somebody and say this is my yeah. brother, brother. brother so for example us is somebody the other day I forgot what concert it was a football match or something yeah I think it was for the community show game so somebody's DM somebody like oh I saw you were selling tickets to the game the guy asked him, oh, are you Muslim? The guy said, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, no, I can't lie. I was going to scam you, but you're Muslim. Yeah, Obviously, that, I'm not that. saying that we should be scamming people that are not Christian, but <laughs> even that, like how, do you see your brother in the yeah, faith see, yeah. as, do you get? Do you see him as a reflection of you? Or do you see him as a part of you? And I think a lot of people, a lot of people will say yes, but if you see the way they behave, even again, even us sometimes as well, even me sometimes, the answer is actually no, in the yeah, way that you behave. Like, do you actually like, <laughs> treat, <laughs> yes, yeah, treat, people like this guy is meant to be a reflection of you do you go about your business with this person as though again 
they're a part they're, they're on your yeah, team yeah, almost, yeah, like, yeah. almost like they're a partner of you like Definitely. more time we don't but I feel like we see ourselves very individual in our faith sometimes yeah. like we only see ourselves together when we're in the institution of the church when we're outside we're on our ones or we only see ourselves together when they're in our fellowship maybe mm. we all go this place so you're my brother that's what people be like ah oh, this person goes to my church he's my that's brother right, in Christ yeah. Random outsider, he's not your brother. I've been to churches that. Could you not remember? Because I'm not a member. But they're not here any. Bro, brush. I, oh, fe- I felt it. I'm so I felt sorry. it. Thank you, man. I'm Thank so you. sorry. <laughs> Obviously, they, like, they didn't say that to me. Yeah, but, but that's, that's how you felt. Felt. The fact that you even feel that way. There's a girl who said, if you don't go to my church, I won't chat to but no, I've come up like they say. Uh, yeah, I'm most likely to marry someone in my church. No, no, no. Or that's I'm, fine. Or I'm, yeah, yeah, but that's. that's well, even small stuff like that. I've I've seen a girl said, "If you don't go to my church, like I can't chat to you." I said, "Oh, like why, like I'm not a Christian?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, now like this, oh, I'm trying to remember the answer. I don't want to misquote them." But basically, one was like, "Nah, like basically, if you don't go to my church, I can't really trust you. I don't know what you're on." Bro, had that discussion with someone. Twenty twenty. I remember so vividly. Twenty it was like twenty twenty. I was talking, we're just talking. You can't, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, she was like, <laughs> I, was, I don't know, we're just talking. Man, trying to back the, think who it was. <laughs> was <laughs> I was think who it was. And then what she said was like, obviously she wasn't saying it to me. Oh. No, nah, she wasn't saying it to me, but we're just having a genuine conversation. I was like, oh, would you not date someone from your church? I went, would you not date another <laughs> Christian from outside the church? Yeah. She said, no. I was like, what? what is it, the comfortability of your church? She's like, yeah, but I don't know what they're on. I was like, like what do you mean like? If you speak to them, you'll know yeah, their doctrine. Yeah, you'll yeah. see what they're about. She's like, nah, like you have to be vetted by my pastor. I was like, obviously, <laughs> if I have, if if I have, obviously, respect for. If you go to a church, your home church, cool. You have a good relationship with your pastor. Crazy. Obviously, you might bring your person to yeah. meet your pastor. Yeah. Where she said you out. have to be vetted by him. Yeah. If you're not vetted by him, and you're not, and, and not not because of the proximity and the word closeness, in the street tells me this is becoming an increasingly common practice as well. You know, bro. Not because, not because of the closeness of her relationship with her pastor. It was because Church he knows, like, his 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 thing is Gara. So, I don't know about your pastor. I don't know if he's Gara. And I just thought, obviously, I didn't oh, say man. anything to her. I can't lie. I didn't say anything to her. But I just thought... Radical Christian. Bro, I just thought, in my head, that that's insane. I, I, I genuinely asked her, so, wait, so why can't a Bible, like, believe follow Christ? Why can't a Bible believe in... Even, I don't even like the word Bible believing Christian. What, what does that even mean? Yeah, well, like, why are you a Christian that doesn't believe in the Bible? No, hey. But, come on, it's, it's, it's increasingly. No, we don't get that word away, bro. Let's, let's stay here for a You see that thing? Yeah. So, Bible one thing that everyone talks about is the majors and the minors. Yeah. yeah. You see, when we're talking about the body of Christ and division in it, <clears throat> there are certain things that. Mm, is it possible for you to be a Christian who doesn't believe in the Bible? No, no, it's no. part of the majors. Is it possible for you to believe that Jesus died for our sins, but you don't believe scripture is authoritative and you're a Christian? No. No. Just cool. certain fundamental things that every Christian has to believe. But then some bro. people would say, oh, like I believe Jesus died for our sins and whatnot, whatnot, but I don't think that, you know, all of scripture is authoritative and they'd call themselves part of the body. And those are the people and Paul spent three weeks with <laughs> and debated scripture with them <laughs> and debated doctrine. Like, but then... Because so, when you look, like, in, people sometimes believe that, you know, this division of the church is new, which yeah. Corinthians makes clear it yeah, is. Uh, yeah. But even if you look at some of the early, like, after the, you know, yeah, the first yeah. hundred years of the church, it's been like this. Yeah. And my question comes, like, so we spoke about some of the things that rebuke is important, yeah. so is comfort and finding a safe place. 
But at the same time, in that rebuke and teaching, so for example, when you look at Apollos, Apollos was preaching and he knew one story of Jesus, only his baptism. Mm. Priscilla and Aquila pulled him to the side and said, yo, 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 here's the angle. And that's beautiful because they were able to expand his knowledge. Yeah. And they said, they, it says that they pulled him aside to give him, so that they could explain to him. More so properly. He, more properly. More, yeah. and, but if now we're all not going off of the same rule book, mm. and I've supported, uh, I don't even believe in that part of the scripture. So. What do you mean? So this is the thing where <clears throat> I think when you look at the body as well, this is where it now gets a little bit tricky. Effects. Because how do you interact with a body that, yes, we want it to be united, but now the very things that I think are fundamentals, you are telling me don't matter. Yeah. Well, and I think that is where the need, like Paul's example. So like me mentioning Acts 17 wasn't just making a joke. It's like, that, that's what Paul essentially did. He went into he went into the temple and he debated with these Jews for three Sabbaths. Do you get it? And then they went through um, doctrine and understood what is true and what isn't. And I think sometimes as the body as the body of Christ, we don't do that enough. Like we try to run away from some of these conversations. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, a lot of them, um, like when you talk about the early church, a lot of these creeds, a lot of these councils, <laughs> they were to clear up heresy. Do you get what I mean? I mean they were to- Councils, right? <laughs> but then it's like a lot of the councils have cleared up the majors. Do you get what I mean? But then I feel like amongst us sometimes, we don't actually um, sit down and say, bro, let's go through the Bible about this thing. Like, mm-hmm. if you believe this and I believe this, like, let's actually have a conversation about it. Me, sometimes I don't like really like debating all the minor stuff, but it's like, there are a few key things that we should at least come to consensus on. Do you get what I mean? And I, I don't think like, maybe it's because a lot of us aren't biblically literate enough to be able and to- I also think some of us aren't literate enough in general as well. That's another yeah. thing. Yeah. I think some people actually don't like reading, which is yeah, not a- and they say bad thing, preference in it, and I feel like so. Then, even so, for example, past commentaries on the Bible and explanations of these things, people don't want to look into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, even for example, but that's I think the beauty of the internet, which is why I agree with you that these debates are necessary because now we have so much resources. That mm-hmm. video, the Vody Welcome one on um, why I believe in the Bible. That twenty-five bro, minute blush it, bro. You don't even need to, <laughs> bro. And it's like stuff like that. So, but I think like that like you said, I think. We do have a responsibility to have these conversations yeah. to af- avoid cynicism between the body. Ooh, cynicism. Explain that word. It's like, uh, how do you say it? Like, almost like, like criticizing, like mumblings and grumblings of criticism, okay. kind of. Uh, were you there in, in Loughborough when Pastor Roy preached a sermon on it? I was like, where's my oh, man? Yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, where's my man really going about this? Like, mm-hmm. he was talking about cynicism. Obviously, I know what cynicism <laughs> is, but. Like that's like what sinister is. It, does it derive from sinister? From, no, no, it from, doesn't. From a cynic, because like it's like a crit- oh. it's like a negative critic. It's like it's almost Draft. like it talks about how like a critic. But I got my notes on the seminar. It's Sunday like the fourteenth of May. It's like a, how to explain it? What kind of it's like a oh, what's that word? What's that word? What's that nitpicker? Word? What's that? Yeah, but it's it's like a what's that word? It's like a condescending critic. Mm. Like, oh, you're, like, you're not really live like that because of this and all of that. And that's if you don't speak <clears> on these kind of topics. That's what happens in the body of Christ yeah. because we see, even like even if even if let's just say you think you're right, like let's just say for example, you believe the Bible and everything like we've been discussing, like is, is you're right. If you don't have these discussions, you'll be like, oh look at my mama, mama don't even speak, mama don't even believe the Bible. He's not really a real guy like that. And instead of having that, because you don't have that conversation, you're not allowed to unite together. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Definitely. And it's just kind of that negative way of talking because again, sometimes even I've tripped up into that sometimes, just that subconsciously, like, oh, like this person. I don't really like what they what they yeah. believe, and you just just naturally as a human, you can kind of build that kind of them man and that, us, man. yeah. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And if you don't have those conversations, then you're not able to actually unite together and get on the same page. Because for me, all that matters to me, 
is that number one, you believe in Jesus Christ. You believe in his death, you believe in his life, his resurrection, you believe in all of that. Once we once we're there, we're, we're united. Do you get what I mean? There's some things to clear up and things like that, things like that. But that's 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 the essence of our faith essentially. So if yeah, you believe without that, the resurrection, this faith is nothing, bro. Do you get what I mean? So if you believe that, we're already in a yeah, we're in a good position. Nothing. So we shouldn't not speak on certain topics. Like if we if we don't speak on certain topics, then we're not able to really stand together. If that makes mm. sense, and it's like okay, he believes in Jesus. I didn't have this co- conversation with him. Now maybe he ever falls away, mm. or maybe instead of me again, instead of us standing together, we're div- we're divided. Yeah. Do you get what but I mean? So it's this important. is this is why, as you said, like you and both of you said, like there has to be this basis of understanding of where do we even get this from? Yeah, like this. Oh, as a Christian, you should believe that Jesus rose. And died and rose again. Yeah. Where do you even get that from? The Bible. Because yeah. you can't tell me that we get from anywhere else. Because yeah, for us to even as Christians, as the body, whether different denominations or this yeah. church or that church, like doctrine wise, all of us should believe fundamentally the same things because perfect. we should all be looking at the same thing. Yeah. Like none of us should be thinking or getting Christianity from our heads. Because where, where, where does that even come from, yeah, bro? True, bro? I'm but saying God has given us it. To remember that there's a lot of things that we don't realize came from someone's head. And this is, the, I think, the important thing that sometimes we forget when it comes to division in the church. Like, I've engaged in some interesting conversations with people. And I think what you said is important because you realize a lot of people, you see someone doing something, and your first thought is, where the hell did you get that from? When you speak to people, you'd be surprised that people get some stuff from very interesting places, but not necessarily thin air. But I think. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm even thinking of something. But it's also important that we interrogate those thoughts to understand where they came from. But then also sometimes you realise that some of these things came from nowhere. It's just nowhere a hundred years ago. Mm. And this is also dangerous where sometimes we need to remember what is fact and what's truth. Mm. You know, people talk about that thing all the time. And like what's biblical and what's just some old guy who adding a bit of culture to it or something like that. Brother just wrote something. Did you get brother actually just wrote something? And when you realise that so many things that people hold as a must are not biblical then I think this is the thing where we need to have those conversations to understand where did you get this from? And why do I disagree with you? Because a lot mm. of people, they see something and they don't like it. Mm. So, oh, like, why? Ah, <coughs> uh, uh, I just don't like it. Uh, yeah. That's how I do it. You know and we need to stop looking for division over things like that. Yeah. But I think the, the fundamentals are definitely necessary. And it's like, even like the, just the basics of the Bible. No, I, I think s- this is why people need to read the Bible as no, well. No, but that's also what I was saying because it's like, for us to even get to this place where you were talking about, like, for us to even have discussions amongst ourselves there has to be a basis of where we're basing it off like because if you're saying something and i don't agree with you for example and i'm like oh show me where are you going to get from you have to get from somewhere and i have to also get where i'm coming from somewhere as well so i'm saying and navigate that situation if it so cool so let's say i've said to you um i believe that cool i say to you i believe that yeah, you have to be married. This isn't just for me, by the way. This is for everybody. Yeah. Continue. Oh, no, the question is for you first. <laughs> oh, for me first. So let's yeah. say, I say to you, you know, I believe that, yeah, you cannot have sex outside of marriage, mm-hmm. but to be married, you don't necessarily need a minister there as long as we both prayed and agreed before God mm-hmm. we have sex. Do you believe mm-hmm. that? With what? So me and my girlfriend, yeah. we just said, you're like, do you want to marry me? Yes. We prayed. Yeah. Calm. We no, married. but I, what the way I'd, I'd approach it. Do, but do, would you agree with that opinion? No. Okay, cool. So now, if I've come to you and I've said that, yeah. and you don't agree with me, how do you navigate that situation? Firstly, we, we're both Bible-believing Christians, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're both Christians that yeah. believe in the Bible, bro. As we should. As we should. Hey. That is the foundation. That's but crazy. 
Mm. What I, the way I see it is like, because even us that have had minor disagreements on certain aspects. I remember of the, the legendary one of um, can you ever be perfect. fully perfect? You know, funnily enough, you know that debate has been going on for hundreds of years. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Methodist Church is one of the key churches that actually believes you can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wesley, John Wesley. Yeah, wrote a whole and book even um, what's my man that died's name? Not um, Nabil Qureshi, Ravi Zacharias. He was part mm-hmm. of a Christian sect that also believed in like total perfection. sanctification or like perfection is, yeah. which is very interesting. That's another very interesting, uh, but especially yeah. like um, I am good, especially young people on TikTok. Shall we say yeah? Sometimes like to believe that these debates we're having. Our no, brand new. What's saved always saved. It's been happening even it's, before your ancestors. It, 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 like. <laughs> no, because my thing is like with these, with like anything that we talk about, like whether, whether we have, um, <laughs> whether we have debates about, um, yeah, whether it's a minor or major, or whatever. Like one thing that I say that we all need to do is make sure that we're both teachable. Because yeah, one thing that I've realized is that sometimes we hang on to our beliefs a bit too tightly. Mm-hmm. Like we have maybe an understanding of something in scripture and mm. because we've had this belief for such a long time, we don't, we're not teachable enough to actually accept that, oh, you might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously at the end of the day, we could both be wrong. The Holy Spirit is the, the, the number one teacher. That's why we both have to actually come to understanding that it's not necessarily this debate that we're having that's going to bring us this understanding mm-hmm. that where we're, we're trying to come to. It's the Holy Spirit that will enrich us should i say mm-hmm. to come to this understanding so firstly our the, the kind of heart push we have to even go into it with has to be the right way like mm. we can't go into it you know how some people they argue just they they debate with you just yes, to argue debate, they don't yeah, debate yeah. to actually understand yeah actually when you're trying to have these um conversations or debates or like actually trying to get at the root of these things yeah. whether it's belie- within believers like mature believers or whatever like firstly be teachable because that's one thing i've Realized when I first when we first came to the faith, there's certain things that when I heard I was like, eh. but it's because I deep like I've held on to that belief for time, yeah. and then when I actually see in scriptures like, bro, like it's say? right there, yeah. bro. Like why yeah. are you not believing yeah. it? Do you know what I'm saying? Obviously, there's certain things that might take a while, a while to actually get your head around. There might be some hard truths that yeah. we all struggle with, I guess, like to really get to it. But we need to understand that the Bible is always right. You're the one that's wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's one thing I always say like. Never think, like, that's the straight up, like, don't ever think that if the Bible says, oh, do not do this, in your head, you've been thinking, oh, do this, and it's worked for you, that oh, you're right. Mm. No, like, the Bible's always right. So come to that understanding first, and then when you're navigating, also look at scripture in its totality. Don't just pick one scripture, oh, ask and, you, ask and it shall be given to you, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. And then you, you do that, oh, you go ask, God, where's my Lambo? And God is going to give you that Lambo. Because then scripture says somewhere else that if you ask, when you ask, ask according to his will, then you understand that, oh, so when I ask, it has to be according to God's will, not necessarily my will. And so when you look at it in the totality, then you start to understand that, oh, stuff like that. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like one thing that we do that isn't good is that we first, we hang on to our, we're not humble enough to actually understand that. You're sometimes wrong, isn't it? Like even the, the, the brazest of teachers of the word, Sometimes they're wrong. Yeah, I'm saying right. like they might not actually get it, and none of us will get the the Bible 100. percent We're not meant to. I don't think. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if it was we were meant to, then we were meant yeah, to in yeah. it. But I don't think we we're meant to in it. But at the same time, we can get to this understanding of like, cool, we have this understanding of the basics that are fundamental. We all have to have it. Yeah. And even that, if you're arguing against that, it's all there. Like some of these things, black and white. 
none of us can argue it. Yeah. Obviously, there's certain things that... Discrepancies, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'd say. Like, first, understand that, you, as you said, teachable. Be be very teachable in spirit. Understand that the Holy Spirit is the only one that's even going to give you to the understanding yeah. because me and, let's say me and NYA going back and forth, like, we can go back and forth for years. If none of us humble our hearts and say, you know what? I could be wrong. Yeah. He could be right. The Bible, what he's saying in the Bible is actually there. Yeah. Like, you pray about it as well. Mm. When you actually start to deep that, ooh, what my man's saying is a bit... Yeah, you go to it. You don't just take it as gospel. Yeah. Go to the Bible. Yeah. Go to God. Like pray to Him. Cast your cares upon Him because He cares for you. Don't don't be anxious for nothing, bro. Like, go to Him and actually ask Him, God. Because I I was watching John Piper the other day, bro. So he was talking about one verse. He said in 1979 because this guy had been preaching for how long, innit? Mm. So it's 1979. He was pre he was teaching someone for six years. Then from 1979 May till 1980 January, he stood on one verse because he didn't really understand it or like he was trying to get more revel revelation or try mm. get more understanding of it. One verse for like eight months. Do you get what I'm saying? Sometimes sometimes you, you need that because you might genuinely be too much in your head like to think that you can't, not you can't be wrong, but like- I, I you, get it. Yeah, yeah like, and you could just, gen and you go to the Holy Spirit, bro. He's there. He's the, yeah. he's the teacher. God, Jesus has left him for us. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Definitely. so that's what I'd say. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think, but one thing that I've learned is that there's certain things that even growing up, even now, could be wrong about. Yeah. That when people tell you, you're like, hmm, you go to scripture. You don't just brush yeah. it. You don't just brush it. Because a lot of things, obviously, this is someone that you you know that you can trust with what they're saying. Like some people, they just say stuff and you, you know, whatever, in it. But some people, you say, you know what they're on. You go to it, you read it. Cool, you might not agree necessarily. You might go back and forth a bit, show me a bit more, da, da, da. you go to God. Because at the end of the day, he's the only one that can really reveal these things to you, bro. I'm saying he's the only one that can really just show you that, cool, your heart's a bit in the wrong place. Yeah. Maybe you want to be, you're too prideful here. Like, calm down a bit. You're not that lit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, that's what I was saying. And I, know, I was even going to ask you, how, how do you, so obviously you spoke about just like kind of how you go yeah. about those debates, but kind of, so cool, let's say you've come to a point where me and you, we we ain't agreeing here. Yeah. Like you said your piece, I said my piece, I've showed you scripture, you showed me scripture. We're not on the same page. Yeah. How did you go past that point? Yeah, and I think I was just about to touch on that. So I think a couple of months ago, I watched a, a video, but um, John Piper was hosting it, but it was three different um, pastor theologians and it was called A Night of Eschatology. Was it the Annihilism? Uh, uh, that one? Maybe maybe it was that one, but essentially it was to do with like it was a post tribulation pre um and yeah. and that sort of thing, which was very interesting. And what's it and what's um like why I bring that up is because these um these men had mutual mutual respect for each other. They understood that like um at the basic core they agree on certain things, but then they almost considered other people's views and said, oh, although I may see where you can get this from, I choose not to dis um, not to agree with you at this point. And why I um so like to in response to your question, it's like consider other people's views. Consider maybe the biblical backing for it. If it, if you want to lean towards that side, maybe, but then have that understanding that with certain things, there may be a bit of nuance and there, there may be a few technicalities and that sort of thing, but like consider other people's views. And um, after considering it, like you may still have your own, but, but be very aware that those other views exist as well. And I guess that's the only way you can get through it and go forward. And I guess like even just from... Just before, like we go off this bit as well. Like I think it's almost criminal that you could, um, like speaking about the body of Christ and not speaking about like First Corinthians twelve, because essentially that is like the role model, the, the picture of like what the body of Christ 
looks like and when you see and when you look at first corinthians 12 actually it paints this picture of like an a single organism like the body of christ is a single organism one that moves together one that has like it functions together there's mutual respect and there's also mutual value as well which is super important as well because it talks about like certain parts um not being more important than other parts although they have different functions and that sort of thing as well and i guess scripture uses this word of like schisms which is similar to what you were talking about but it's like these um these parts are meant to work in tandem to, to one another they're not supposed to like have friction and x y x y and z so like a big part of like the body of christ is like mutual value and mutual respect and um back to your question as well like respect the other person's views like you may disagree on it but it's like ah, we we agree on the majors so we'll walk with the majors i think yeah, that's also important because even questions and researching on other people's points of view yeah definitely because even before like what you just said about the body being tight i do science in it and the way I, like, because whenever I read that scripture, I just think of the human body. Yeah, and it's literally that, like, there's so many things. I was chatting to Square's mum about this the other day. We were having, like, a 30-minute conversation on just, because it asked me bare questions, innit? And then it's just like, bro, the way your body, the way God has, like, formed your body so intricately, like, it works so well by itself. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, the heart can't work properly if the blood isn't coming to the heart through the coronary artery, for example, or like the heart failure, for example, is a result of the heart not pumping enough blood to somewhere else. The enzymes have to work at the right temperature, at the right speed, at the right time. Like all of these things have to work so well together that if one cell is dividing a bit too much, that can cause a problem. Then if one cell is dividing a bit too slowly, that can cause a problem. Like all of these things work so well at their optimum temperatures, optimum speeds, at the right in the right environment as well that the body just works and you're just we're just here sitting here talking whatever not knowing exactly what's going on in our body but it's working so it's like a well-oiled machine as i keep saying like these things and that's the way that i envision that the body of christ should be like you know what i'm saying as you said like there shouldn't be this like this friction this oh this denomination this church or yeah, it's cool that like, you have your church because church proximity, yeah, you yeah. might go to, you might prefer this one because of maybe this or that. Fair enough, innit? But it doesn't mean that, for example, when you're going for evangelism, like when you're re- when we go for evangelism, do you actually believe that we should be evangelizing for our churches? That's not or should we be That's evangelizing not for or should we just or should we <laughs> be promotion. or should we generally <laughs> no, be evangelizing? Or should we because should we evangelize yeah. for the for for the body? Come to the body, bro. Obviously, obviously, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. When you're evangelized, you're gonna say come to my church in hundred percent. But I don't think it should be in the way of like my church is the only one that you can go to or da 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 because at the end of the day, bro, there's so many other places that a person can go to. Like a person yeah. can go. Do it you know defeats so the evangelism comes from the Greek, like euangelizo, which is like to proclaim the gospel. So if you're not proclaiming the gospel, <laughs> what, what are you, you doing? Yeah. 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 You're just trying to get bubs on seats. So do you know what I'm saying? The only reason I'm you should saying. ever, the only reason that you mention your church is because maybe familiarity. Yeah, that's where, where you go, in it. Like I hear it, and this person that you're speaking to you're their point of contact. Yeah, so yeah, you can yeah. only, they might feel very comfortable to be in the same space as the person who introduced yeah. them to. But for me, like, when I've evangelized, I've never even mentioned my church, I can't lie. Yeah. Well, if someone asks me, oh, what church, what church is then, yeah, yeah. But I can't lie. Which I just couldn't like Christ, care bro. less. Like, I can't lie. I don't understand. When people do that, I genuinely find it so weird, bro. I'm so, I can't lie. I'm so against I, it. I hate, I'm so against it. I'm so against, oh, I'm so sorry. against it in the sense of like, like, the forcing thing, like, yeah, 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 must yeah, come yeah. to my nah, church. Yeah. Yeah, if, you're saying, if you're saying, Oh, bro, like, oh, if you want to find a church, 
I go to this I one. I go to this one, but then because you've seen me, uh, yeah. calm, but if not, Stairs maybe even, place. bro, even the conversation or like, this is a conversation happened. Maybe what would you look for in a church? Maybe I've got a list of churches that I know that's right or for this. Even or for in that. your local area, you're trying to maybe come to a church one and a half hours away. Why? No, no. And, bro, it is the thing as well. I think in the body, one of the things that the body of Christ is missing is trusting other parts of the body. Literally. You, know. you see, First uh, Peter 4 10 talks about using your gifts to build up. We don't trust that my man has a gift that can build up. Mm. It can't be that's him. Really I have good. to do it. That's or really sometimes, horrible, people, sometimes, sometimes people don't even trust themselves. It has to be my pastor. And I think this is the thing that we have to remember that we all have a part to play in the body. <laughs> Listen, no one's like you, like what you just like. And as he said, said, no one's more, <laughs> no one's more important. No one's. And you get, and it's like, I think we have I to. I saw scripture talk, talks about even the ones you don't see. Those yeah. are even sometimes more important. But we have to recognize. You, know you see what you, the, the scientific example, the, the use of a body is not accidental. Bro, literally, and it's like well, I think we don't understand the harmony and perfection, like you said. That Bro, the body it makes you appreciate God even way. It, it shows you. I feel like the mind of God and how He intended for this body so to work. You think that that's hundred percent? That this is how I want my children. Hundred percent. We are so far. Nah, it's sad because what, what we we see we see community again. I think I said it earlier. We see community or our body as the place that we reside. So yeah. our church and our fellowship. We don't see it as. Yeah, I think Every, so. the global church. Literally, like all Christians all over the world. Like, I remember, like, when we're talking about evangelism, someone has a situation. Like, I remember, for example, someone told me they had a very specific situation that they were going through something. And I was like, I know BM went through something similar. Like, go to him. Not go to him, like, in yeah. that way, but oh, I've got someone that I know has been yeah. through this, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't you go and chat to him? Like, that communication should be normal, bro. Yeah, like, you shouldn't, yeah. it shouldn't always have to end with me yeah. or my pastor. Like, why can't it be someone that I know who's also in Christ that's outside? Like, I don't get that. Like, why that's such a, a rare So thing. much like, division. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. It makes no sense. It's viewpoint, in it. It's like, imagine if your arm said to your leg, I can pick stuff up, you can't bun you. Your whole body <laughs> would fail to function. Yeah. But that's literally what the church does. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's interesting why. because, like, I think about this a lot, but then the Holy Spirit almost um, tells me like, how many times do we even ourselves pray, uh, pray for the global church or pray for yeah, other church? Like, so as like, as much as, you, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, facts, facts. sometimes because I think about like the underground church in China or like um, yeah. churches in Pesky. You, you know, I heard the government's rewriting the Bible. No way. Crazy. Yeah, like they're trying to rewrite the Bible like for people to, but to See, like, like yeah. uh, how often do we... Pray for no. the global church. Bro, I remember when I, like, sometimes when I, when I pray, when I used to pray, yeah, not used to, still pray, but, like, <laughs> so sometimes in my prayers, yeah, yeah I'd, like, I'll pray for everything in it. Then at the end of my prayer, I'll be like, oh, I haven't prayed for, like, people in the world. So I'll be like, oh, Lord, like, protect those that are getting persecuted and those that are suffering, like, it's just stuff like that, innit? Like, you but should. then it's deep, it's true, because sometimes, do we really think about, yo, that man in, those 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 yeah, countries well, that they came they to my house he was talking to me about he went on a crusade in India in it and he said bro like we had to move every night because man were looking for where we were staying bro he said when we had church service it couldn't go over 30 minutes because if they found a location yeah, day, right? but that's how that's how like the early fathers were moving though like a lot of them they had to do bro, this Christian bro all of them look at the deaths look at the deaths that they died bro like they died some gruesome bro, deaths just because of about how he was in Pakistan some uh, local church pastor in yeah. in Pakistan. That was yeah. one of his first trips. Just hearing bombs going off. Bro. That's and, so uh, crazy, you know. Crazy. And then we're here, and Pray I feel like I feel like sometimes in those countries, yeah, I feel like they see the 
they 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 appreciate the unity and they yeah, appreciate definitely. even yeah, that's all of that thing. stuff way more than because we feel like we don't need it. We don't yeah, need, yeah, like yeah. they appreciate it so much more because they know they need each other in comparison to like the way we are over here because here it's kind of free flowing like yeah. bro you can go out on like Oxford Street put your speaker down oh Jesus Christ is lower mm-hmm. there no one's coming to they'll just be like oh this shush or something but like. It's funny you say that. Some guy got a brick thrown at him the other day. Sure. He was in a town centre. He wasn't even preaching. He was just singing gospel music. Some guy dashed a brick at his head. Oh, forgive Crazy. them. But I think that's something. So like, as we end this episode talking about a part of the body is, yes, we have a part to play like rebuke, encouragement, mm. comfort, teaching, healing, yeah. um, praying for one another and understanding the value that we offer is so important. Now, we had such a nice conversation mm-hmm. with the mandem and we went around in a circle talking about what can we offer to each other and I feel like mad soft I can't now like now I think of an ex <laughs> what do you do then? basically we're having a conversation about like, what we can offer to the man in a minute like so we're talking about like oh, I'm good at this like oh, I'm here for you if you need this excellent so like, oh, I was reading this book on finance so I'm going to something about debt and like, it, was like, it was so funny there because it, it's the maddest like some details crazy but like cool so yeah. And I think we sometimes need to take a step back and think, what can I offer to the body of Christ? Am I just a leech? Yeah. Ooh. Like, do you ask me that? We should all be asking, am I a leech? Interesting. What do I offer to the body of Christ? Yeah. When I come to the end of the week, even like, Pastor was saying at our church, this whole thing about, yeah, like, not even if you're necessarily serving in an apartment, but this should, if you're going to church, this would be somewhere where you're comfortable to sow into, even if it's just praying for the person next to you in service or whatever. What are you doing for the body? Yeah. Like, we'll have a part even like play. something like even as small as whenever I see people doing street evangelism, I always say like, "God bless you." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna do that. I'll be real. Yeah. But stop. But <laughs> proclaim it, bro. Nah, here it is. Yeah. Conversation my, for another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My can speak is not really my bag, but it's like even the smallest oh, yeah. thing like, "God bless you." Like, yeah. encouragement in it. Yeah. Do you get? I, I hear like, it so, so much. Now my question is: as we end up, how? What can we do? to be good welcomers to the outside. I feel like we always look about what can we do on the inside, but we're interacting with people that some people are completely against the church. Some people might be just entering the church. What can we do to make that a smooth experience and to make it as Christ-like as possible in the short? Can I go first? Um, I think a less of an emphasis on behavior modification and more Mm. emphasis on the gospel. Because for a lot of the time, when like people are outside, maybe uh, essentially coming in, we're very fixated on, you need to change this, 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 and this about you. And that's the complete opposite of mm. what the gospel message is. And um, although understanding that, yes, there is a new standard as we were talking about earlier, but then it's like, that only comes when you begin to know Jesus Christ. So like essentially, like Girl. keeping first things first on like, this is the gospel, this is Jesus Christ. And introducing people to that rather than like, say, like just trying to help them change X, Y, because really and truly behavior modification isn't what um admits you to heaven everybody's more everybody can be moral bro. literally like your morality doesn't get you to heaven and maybe for a smoother experience or uh, i think a more effective experience the scripture says to like fix our eyes on christ and and in that way that will help people as well so i, I say like if believers do well to fix their eyes on christ but also talk about the gospel as their first thing rather than what people need to change about this this and that I think that'll make it a lot smoother for people. I don't know if I answered the question. Is that hundred percent? I I'll just have I'll just add closures to when um Paul talks about how keep your roots in Christ. Simple as that. Like as you said, fix your eyes on Christ. Make sure that 
your root, you're, you're, you're attached to him so much that it bears these mm. fruits, these behavioral fruits. Yeah. Because these behavioral fruits, they will come as a result. Yeah. They're a byproduct of you fixing your eyes on Christ. So I agree wholeheartedly with what my man just said, bro. I think MIA kind of hit the nail on the head, but I'd say just, I guess being understanding and like just, I guess just having a heart. I think I think that's the thing, having a heart for the for the for for people. I think some people like some Christians just don't have a heart for people. If that makes sense. Like I think we sometimes were we're very we're very duty focused. So we're almost like a drill sergeant. We're almost like we're very robotic and automatic. So and so there's no real. Love, love, but there's no real, there's, there's no real, yeah. it's not natural. Do you get what I mean? And I think having a heart for people allows you to see what they've been through, understand where they're coming from, and just wanting to pour your love on them. Because that's what Jesus did. Like he didn't really, obviously, there's a there's a goal. Obviously, you want to bring them to Christ. You want to see their their lives ch- change. You want to see their stories change. But Jesus just has a heart for people. That's he just so true. Loves people, and I think if we have a better love for people i think it will just it will um it will just i guess dictate the way we go about that's things good. we won't be like very good again very automatic and very like again one size fits all i meet this new person yeah. i gotta do this 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 that that that. if you have a heart for people you're able to recognize that like, this person needs that yeah. some people need a soft mm-hmm. review some people need just the arm around the shoulder yeah. like just someone to cry with it's like Having a heart for people allows you to be genuine in every single... Flexible. It, it allows yeah. you to be malleable in every yeah. single scenario. And you feel like that, that God's grace, though. Why would they not come to Christ? Yeah. It might take a year, but if you have a heart for people... You have that patience. So. Yeah, patience. that's good. Well. I think, I'd just say, it's, it's exactly that. And I think studying Jesus as a human and see his human interactions. There's a Bible plan called Being Challenged, an 11-day plan to be like Jesus. And it's so interesting because it picks apart like Jesus' interactions and the practices and the things that he did and you start to see like how he operated. And I think that's important because we always say be like Jesus, but you don't actually know what Jesus looks like because that's you didn't true. want to read your Bible. And I think that's important because having a heart for people is great, but if your heart for people isn't a heart like Jesus, you won't reflect the head. That's very true. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I just say study Jesus. That's a word. There you go. I like that, man. Hey. That's good. Beautiful that's good. ending. Literally. Yeah. yeah. You just get it. Thanks for listening, guys. Read we out. Us. YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Shout out. Take your time, but in the uh, key drive We gon' show you something that gon' change your